Hello and welcome to Crimes Against Food. I'm Gloria Lind. <laughs> I'm Mia Steele. And today we're going to be talking about eggs. I love eggs. Hey, guess what? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but every time we start a new podcast, um, it's the opening statements that really grab me. I know. Um, Doesn't it make it, you want to continue listening to the rest of the show? Definitely does. If only because we sound like absolute nutters. Um, and this one's about eggs. I love eggs, <laughs> said the killer to the most recent victim. I love eggs. I love eggs. Um, <laughs> it's true. We haven't missed our meds. We, we, we just like, we like, we do like we eggs. We haven't missed our meds. We just love eggs. <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh my God. So what do you want to say about eggs? Eggsies, your best friends is. Yeah, they're my friends. And also the word egg makes me laugh. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it is just funny. And also there's that line in Macbeth where he goes... Can we just about to mention this? You say it, go on. What thou egg? Which used to brighten my English literature lessons, no end. No, it's so cute. Isn't it? It's the greatest insult ever. Thou egg. Not even like, you babe. You're not even a fledgling. You are unhatched. You are unhatched. You are an egg. And also I think just... yeah. I think it all stems from my my sister thinking that the word egg was funny and <laughs> when she was a kid. And now there's something about the word that just makes me laugh. Quite apart that's, from any kind of culinary consideration, which we will talk about, honest. That's great because like younger people or people who are kind of a year or two younger than you, when they find something funny and you're growing up at the, all at the same time in, in your teens and they laugh at a particular word, it stays funny forever. It really like, does. Like whopper. Um, one of my friends was two years younger than me and I was like best friends with her sister we're still close now and um, her sister was my age and the young girl was like a tiny twiglet of, of, of a girl and she could she could eat at least two or three Burger King Whoppers at a time and then for hours afterwards after we'd staggered back up the hill to the stables and stuff and like groaning holding our bellies having spent pocket money on nothing but like cheap throwaway meals She'd be, she'd be just saying, whopper, whopper, you big whopper head. Look at you with the whopper tits and whopper shoulders, whopper. And then every now and then she, she'd trump and just scream whopper at us. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. I can't explain how funny this thing was. Just saying, even now, whopper makes me smile. No, that's, that's really good. You Isn't see, it? Made, that's made me smile too, the very idea. Hi, Emma. Some... <laughs> <laughs> whopper! <laughs> Some words, I think, yeah, there's, there's, and also the, the, the fact that they can just come back and revisit. Yeah. When I was a teenager, me and my group of friends used to find the word wagon inexplicably <laughs> hilarious. I think it's because there's something like, uh, there's something of ancient femininity about that, isn't it? It's it, a wagon. It's, it's almost like an insult for an old woman, isn't it? Well, I was that a little bit wagon. Dis- <laughs> I, well, I was distressed to realise that my that that some some rugby playing boys I knew actually used it to refer to their um, what? Well, their wagon. Hang on a second. Please tell me you're talking about the socks or something now. No, you mean I'm talking a bit higher than the socks. The dangly bit. Yeah. Dirty little turds. I know. Wagon. That's, you know what that is? That's very short. That's very self-assured, isn't it? Wagon. What if it's more of a a Thornby train set <laughs> and less of a wagon? Exactly. But it made me laugh. And, and imagine the night, like, you know, they lose their virginity. Look at this wagon. And there's just kind of, you know, an, a really un- the un- unimpressed snigger from the girl's corner. Wow, yeah. Well, you know, they're rugby players. What do we expect? Primitive. Yeah, primitive. But no, wagon was mm-hmm. our, our word of choice. And um, my friend got married this year. And in her, in her, her dad's speech, he <gasps> mentioned, he said, I remember no. back in the day when, they, when Alison and her friends used to find words inexplicably funny, like wagon, at which point <laughs> our entire table uh, dissolved into tears oh, of laughter. Oh, that's so funny and I so know. sweet. It is sweet. Yeah. I bet she absolutely loved him mentioning just that thing because it's nice to think that people remember that stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, even if she didn't, we certainly yeah. did. You know, it was like a, an in-joke for 10 people. And all of these kind of like 20-something, early 30s, graceful, sophisticated young women just lost all their cool yeah we really did <laughs> wagon it was good it was good brilliant but yeah we're not talking about wagons what 
about egg. <laughs> We're talking about eggs. Egg. You see, the egg is a many splendid thing. Mm. And I think, first of all, we have to recognise the brilliance of the egg. They are fantastic. Now, there's kind of two levels on which an egg is brilliant. And one is kind of on a nutritional level. Right. The egg encapsula- encapsulates this nutrition. You've got protein there. You've got loads of vitamins mm. and like trace elements that you need. You've got like got a little bit of fat. You've got, you know, it's only 80 calories. It's, it's, it's all, all it is in an egg. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all there. And, you know, it's an essential, it's, it's an essential part of your diet. And then the other great thing about the egg is how versatile is an egg? Yeah. I mean, an egg has, to, has has two kind of two levels to it. There's there's the eat it as an egg egg. So so, you know what I mean? It it's, it's, it looks like an egg. It has it's a yolk. You it's said kind of, egg egg. <laughs> hey egg, eat it as an egg egg. And then there's the egg as ingredient. Exactly, and there are and so many dishes of, yeah. which would not be possible without the egg. No. So we kind of got to salute the egg. We've got to salute the egg for meringues. We've got to salute the egg for custards. We've got to salute the egg for mayonnaise. We've got to salute the Ooh. egg for hollandaise sauce. We've got to salute the egg for well, basically any um, emulsified sauce built on egg yolks. We've got to salute the egg wow. for souffles. We've got to salute the egg for cake. Cake is a good one. You know that's. That's a lot of saluting we've got to do right That's there. That's highfalutin saluting, my <laughs> God. Egg egg. I made, I made like a word witticism. Oh no. You did. I did. Are you just breaking him out, Mia? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I was about to say something really vile <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm just cracking one out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thought, really glad that you're on. not. <laughs> um, yeah, just you know, restrain myself. Uh, all this thought of the sheer brilliance and versatility I mean, of eggs. Eggs really. are good, but, but they're not that great. <laughs> <laughs> and the other great thing about eggs is they come in this little ready-made packaging, and they last for a really long time. This is great. I mean, um, we are approaching this with all the kind of incision. Look of, like, at them. A bunch of stone. They've got a shell. It's got a shell. And you can cook them in a shell. And you don't, how you don't cook them in the shell? Oh, that's so clever. And, and they're kind of magical because one minute, you know, you crack it and it's up. It's all over. It's everywhere. And if you're not careful, you're not going to catch it in the appropriate bowl. And there's bits everywhere. Boil up three minutes, crack it, out comes this fully formed thing. The very substance of it has changed. I know that's the essence of cooking, but wait a minute. It's just alchemy. It's magical. It is alchemy. Uh. The egg is wonderful. <laughs> we are we are really kind of just... <laughs> like. and, and it's also... I, mean, I feel a bit mean because we are stealing the chicken potential. You know, we are still in the chicken I, potential. I, I, but hey. I don't like to be constantly thinking of it as ovum, 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 chicken ovum, 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 but that's what it is. Ovum, 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 potential, potential hen. It is potential hen, but is it, it's not, you know. It's not really, because it's not fertilised. It's not fertilised. So it's just like, just kind of would-be potential Well, you know what it is. Meat. Meat for baby chicken. Well, it's chicken periods, isn't it? Can't believe you went there. <laughs> I had to. I'm I can't sorry. believe you said that. I'm sorry, I had to. It's... It, it, it was the only place to go after you kind of. Went oh God, over I feel I feel sick. Chicken periods. <laughs> Chicken periods. That is wrong. It's not though. It's not though because it's, it's not. It's not because it's not. You know. I was about to be really gauche. Oh, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say. Okay, if you if you if you're eating, don't want to hear. Yeah, if you're eating, if you want to hear. Well, it's not womb lining, is it? Wow. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's better than I, than what I thought you what you were gonna say and what I was gonna say. I was gonna say well it's not red so it's not that <laughs> offensive, but womb lining is somehow kind of is somehow more dangerous thing to say because the word womb it makes you feel like just li- listen to the echo in the word womb, <laughs> womb. I mean if if you were trapped in a womb that's what it would actually sound like womb. There's no you know it's one of those words like egg itself is a word that is that is kind of reminiscent of the thing womb is is it sounds like what it is on a womb you've been trapped in a womb (laughs) (laughs) i just 
like to certify that despite all appearances, verbal appearances <laughs> to the contrary, Mia and I have not been partaking of anything except tea before starting yeah, this episode. But can I, on a completely different womb story. This, oh, do. This, <laughs> just bring it. My, my friend lived in this kind of basement apartment and... Um, and I actually named the room that I, that I slept in the womb room because it was um it was on the side of the building that had no natural light because it was just like this inner cubby and there was like a spare so they put a bed in it for guests. But the door was so closely fitted, there was no light visible from outside. I mean, none. And so I'd sleep in there and if somebody didn't come in to wake you up the next day at a reasonable time, you would just stay asleep forever. The, 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 there's no urge there's just no urge to wake up and there would be more light in a womb than there was in this room but we called it the womb room because it felt inescapable and the first time i stayed there i got really freaked out because um i woke up in the middle of the night and i thought there was a big glowing fairy in the room not a euphemism by the way <laughs> and 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 i was trying to kind of grab it you know and you, you put your hand out in front of you because there was so little light this enormous kind of red flashing fairy light in front of me turned out to be um this tiny pinprick like warning light on the radiator across the room but the darkness was so intense that this tiny minute womb womb light was was it felt like it was dancing in front of my eyes i spent a good 10 minutes reaching a nearly hysterical pitch on all fours clamoring about the floor <laughs> trying to find the edge of the wall so i could find my way to the door i fell out like somebody who'd like escaped the sahara it was f- absolutely awful it was awful it was it was just i was actually scared and i was in my 20s <laughs> i'm sorry i shouldn't laugh but it's, it's <laughs> the image it was really freaking me out being really scared scrabbling around the edges of a wall <laughs> yeah that see he's, i've always thought that to me like a womb would be a quite a pleasant place to be i mean you know it's quite nice but like if an egg was a womb then that room would be a womb room because yeah. i would not like to be no. stuck in an egg where am i going i don't with know that? are you high <laughs> i am not did you have a bad egg <laughs> i had no bad eggs see bad egg yeah bad person that that's a good one beautiful segue see what i did there we could return to so we've established right i think i hope in some way amongst the rambling Uh you may have established that we think eggs are great we like eggs and it's a little bit of a sideways look at the uh at the crime aspect of this uh episode because we almost feel that the egg has been a little hard done to it's not just crimes against food it's crimes against the poor defenseless innocent egg what did eggs ever do to you that you yeah. had to do those things to it's an egg it's kind of it's like that they're, they're, they're those kids who used to like go up chimneys you know what i mean kind of at first exploited and then not liked very much because eggs actually enjoyed a lot of popularity because they got protein and things in and they had a huge kind of a history of being buoyed up and supported by everyone and like eggs are brilliant that they're, they're working on an egg yeah go to work on an egg precisely and then but a few years ago, when they were saying all kinds of crazy things like eating too many carrots, you know, doesn't fix your eyesight. It makes you have two horned heads or something. Makes I, you orange. Yeah. Ma- oh, there's that one, of course. Makes you orange. Thanks, Gloria. Um, right, and, and, and they were saying that if you eat too many eggs, you kind of, you, your arteries slam shut and you die. Yeah. You, in fact, your, your cholesterol levels raise mm-hmm. in your blood. And, uh, but drumroll, what, what, what have you since found out? Ladies and gentlemen, I am here to reveal to you should you be concerned about mm-hmm. your egg intake and and studiously count the number of eggs you eat in a week no longer do you need to do this no the the food standards agency or whoever they are in the UK have withdrawn their limit on the number of eggs you can eat because new research has found that although eggs do actually contain cholesterol mm-hmm. The food cholesterol that we eat has little impact on our blood cholesterol. In fact, it only contributes towards about 30% of the blood cholesterol that we have. The other 70% is affected by hereditary factors and some dietary factors, but more saturated fat is much more likely to have an effect on your blood cholesterol. So if you boil, scramble or poach... Um, it's great. Just don't fry it. Yeah, don't fry it. 
is the cool. is the uh, answer to it all. So oh. yeah, so I, I lies, all... lies, rightly withdrawn. It was all lies. Eggs are brilliant. Yeah, there isn't, there isn't, there are cholesterol in them, but it won't affect your blood cholesterol as much as eating a sausage would. No. And if you if you want a tan, you can you can kind of break a few eggs in a bowl, mix it up, and then and then baste yourself. What did I say? Baste? I meant paste. Paste yourself. Buy buy yourself a nice brush, not like well, a baster. I've never heard this. <laughs> I've never heard this. Are you just making this up, me? Possibly. It works on pies, doesn't it? Gives it a nice golden, golden no, shine. It gives them a glossy shine. It doesn't give them a tan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh God, I've been confused all this time. Somebody else once told me that Coca-Cola gives you a tan. I can't believe and, that. And a huge fan club of bees and wasps <laughs> too, I'd imagine. <laughs> After you've poured it all over your limbs. <laughs> and being followed round by this cloud of wasps. Yeah. No, it doesn't it doesn't do that. But there's another use of an egg for you. The other the other aspect, the other crime committed mm-hmm. against eggs, and this is actually a bit of a local crime in this country, was we all know that if you're pregnant, you shouldn't eat raw egg because you may be at risk of <laughs> salmonella. I can just imagine like really pregnant women like cracking eggs directly into their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> ah, like a chicken oyster. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Because of the risk of salmonella. But, but... Go on. There was this whole scare in the 1980s in the UK, which I vaguely remember. I had to look up because I was thinking, I remember the link between salmonella and eggs. And you, mean, you mean you didn't actually remember it from 20 years ago? Well, that's not like you, Gloria. Well, you You've know. You've fallen down. I kind of remembered it, but not in any kind of detail as to what the uh, what yeah. actually happened. You just need to refresh yourself on the absolute and be absolutely clear, didn't you? And I just did. really confirm the details that you already suspected you knew. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Your skills are affirmed. The yeah, world was, is right I, once I more. I was able to say yes. <laughs> I was right. There was a scare in the 1980s, and it was about it was about salmonella. And what happened was the uh, one of the ministers in government, Edwina Curry, mm. um, went said that about 80 percent of eggs in UK production were infected with salmonella. That's a big, big statement, isn't it? 80%. It's a big statement. Did make. you not understand, say, how popular eggs are or yeah. were at the time? Or even? the impact that saying that could have yeah. on the U- livelihoods UK of egg many egg industry. productions. God. There's something really comical about the phrase UK egg industry, and it's probably just because it has the word egg in egg. it. Egg, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and there was a massive. So obviously, those bodies were, were unimpressed because people, in, everybody. <laughs> stopped buying eggs i think what she meant was that the bacteria is present but in not in levels that yeah there is the risk of that the bacteria you have to kind of partake of certain risky behaviors when when using these eggs in order to fulfill its salmonella potential such as handling raw chicken flesh and and then then maybe mixing your fingers in a nice bowl of cracked eggs and then back to the chicken yeah. And then maybe back to the eggs. And then leaving the eggs out for a bit and yeah. then drinking them. That would be rank. Yeah. But <laughs> almost certain to make you a bit ill. Pro- proving a point that the potential is there of the salmonella. However, the uh, the Department of Health were unable to substantiate her claims with any data. Yeah. And uh, she had to resign because she'd made that statement and it was so damaging to the industry because, of course, the media picked it up. But isn't she kind of... Isn't she still a political face and figure? I mean, I'm sure I saw her on Question Time like but a few months ago. Well, she kind of has this um, ability to continue making really publicity-grabbing statements, mm-hmm. like that she slept with John Major. That was quite a publicity-grabbing <laughs> statement. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she did. Saying that, I mean, if she lost all, all her political credibility in the 80s, you've, you've, you've got to do what you've got to do, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, you know. We, we've got to eat. You've got to go on loose women. That's, that's <gasps> I'm sure. I tell you what, that would be the very end, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. For people who don't live in England, loose women is is, is one of those shows. It's, it's, one those it's, shows. It's, it's one of those shows. I think they could, they'd be like a magazine show. Yeah, it's uh, you know people chatting about <laughs> fuck all. <laughs> they'd like it to be kind of topical and 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 worthy of news, but it, it's always centered around really stupid kind of ideas, such as if you're a mum. And 
you discipline your kids by not letting them have cheese strings for breakfast. Will the social services get directly involved or will they just put you under probation for six months? And if you're on benefits, is it okay to smoke 40 cigarettes a day um, if, you do it, if you do it outside and not in front of your, your, your lovely 10 children? Yeah. And should the NHS? The, the, this is literally head, the kind of thing you have on there, and I know why because I, I once watched an episode of it, and Kerry Katona was on. And even though the woman makes me want to self harm, I uh, I continued to watch it because she was kind of she was doing that mad mad clown grin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and me and the kids. Yeah. Oh no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. It just she makes me so mad. Yeah. For those of you who are not in the UK and not familiar with Kerry Katona, she was uh, in a band briefly, and then she wasn't, and is mostly known for having a massive drug habit yeah um and and having kids and being once being married to brian mcfadden exactly i mean unlike other druggies read amy winehouse you know she's no talent or anything to back it up all she has is this kind of this wide open trap spouting crap at people on loose women be ashamed be very ashamed i'm sorry i've gone too far we've with gone, this we've, gone, we've gone, gone completely on. off topic go back to eggs go back to eggs let's go back to eggs because you see the reason that edwina curry's statement was so was such a biggie mm-hmm. and i think from that uh the the uk egg producers there i gotta say it again uh, <laughs> formed up to make the uk egg council rep- <laughs> that is even funnier go on representing their interests um and and that hadn't that they hadn't been kind of enforced since 1971. Do you think? Do you think at the meetings for the Egg Council when they when they're showing kind of you know the, these are our egg interests? They have crafts. They have crafts. Crafts of eggs, like stood end to end. <laughs> do you have a craft off with eggs? That would be so funny. That'd be awesome. Do you think they have little egg cups on the table? Yeah, I think they oh. do too. You know, you know, if 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 you could possibly like get hold of computer mice that look like an egg, eggshell with clickable buttons, that that would be a big sell with the egg council. Mm. Go does back. It, I'm sorry, I've done do, it again. Do you think I? on their downtime they play Chucky Egg? Chucky Egg, <laughs> egg and spoon. Yeah, and they have egg and spoon races. That's the only kind of race they play. To run. <laughs> yeah. They get really bored. <laughs> And they... Their favourite scene from any film is when Paul Newman eats 50 boiled eggs <laughs> in Cool Hand Luke. Absolutely. <laughs> and every time they say eggs, exciting or excellent, they have to say egg. <laughs> That's really exciting. Yeah, and That's really the, excellent. And then the emails, they have to put, if they put, say, exciting, they have to spell it E-double-G in capitals. Yeah! And then citing. And that also works for when they want to make an example of something. If you want to do this in future with egg, with egg, egg, egg production, e.g. G. <laughs> I want to go work for the egg <laughs> Sorry. And uh, they represent an right. interest of a, a, an industry which produces over 8 million eggs a year. 8 million? 8 million. We consume, apparently, 10 million eggs a year. And there are only like 60 million people in the country. Yeah, that's how many eggs we eat. Because you've got you to account for the people who don't eat eggs. Yeah. But that means that some people are just eating eggs a lot all the time. Yeah. I think I, ha- I know someone who, who will buy a dozen eggs and a week for himself. That's excessive. Who I do you know? know? It's, it, it's um, Catherine's little brother. Oh. He, he eats 12 eggs. And I mocked him when he came back with a dozen eggs when he was staying at our house. I said, why are you buying a dozen eggs? We'll never get through a dozen eggs. And he said, watch me. <laughs> and he did and I was afraid <laughs> he should be a representative for the egg council yeah he should she'd walk in and go right. he, he would just be it. known henceforth as egg man <laughs> I am the egg man <laughs> oh I am the wolf. oh look how neatly we did that it was good brilliant. wasn't it it was brilliant Roy, right backgrounds right yeah but so they're a powerful lobby the the egg the egg people they they've got a lot of um if they don't like you do they egg you <laughs> <laughs> and if they're annoyed at meetings do they say oh don't be eggy <laughs> oh my god uh, i it, mean it's an extravagant use that's of, uh, that's just <laughs> i can't i can't think of anything bad enough to go after extravagant 
No, no, I think I may have brought an end to the yeah. appalling okay. egg-related penury. But, damn it. Is that right? You're only yoking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. That's the other thing that eggs contribute. How much does the word egg sound like other big sounds in our language? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Okay. That's a lot of potential. I, I know. We, we actually, we, we do. We've gone massively off topic again and again and again. Talking? We just kept saying the word egg. Well, we're just skirting around eggs, aren't we? We're, <laughs> we're just skirting around eggs. But, um, but we do have things we want to talk about, actually talk about. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to stop being an asshole. And no, just let we, you we, we, we have addressed the... the we've de- debunked the myths right. around uh, eggs okay. and cholesterol. Right. And we've mentioned this topic of salmonella and and the kind of pronouncement by Edwina Curry. And it makes you think about the impact that, you know, just one little kind of public announcement can have mm. on anything to do with safety. It's food safety. It can... It can really freak people out if people feel like you know the, the the food they have to eat is not safe. It's really interesting because as part of the research for this show, I was looking at the Egg Council website, and um, <clears throat> a lot of the stress on the website is about how you can tell that your eggs are fresh because after the kind of nineteen eighties bombshell and impact <laughs> on the egg industry explosion. Um, oh God. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I just had to. They started introducing in this country, they have the red lion mark stamp, which is where they actually stamp onto the egg the date when it's best used by, which is usually 27 days from laying date. And, um, right. Which is pretty, pretty, it's pretty innovative when you think about it. That is innovative. And it's not just that, but it kind of, it does highlight again how extraordinary. <laughs> Eggs are. I mean, look, they're in their own little larder and they stay safe for a month. It is pretty amazing. That's really extreme. I'm sorry, I just can't not. That, just... that was that was just gratuitous, <laughs> that last one. It was gratuitous. Oh. But then, you know, part of me kind of thinks, well, you know, the other thing is that eggs come in with their own little inbuilt kind of testing mechanism. You can tell if an egg's gone it floats yeah you put it in water and it floats so you know do you really need to have the 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 tasting the testing (laughs) of um when when it is i've i don't think i've ever had a bad egg i remember i remember smelling one that someone threw at someone's house during trick-or-treat when i was when i was just a child really i've never even smelt it and and they they were kind of like they were like the really sophisticated slightly older kids who are maybe 12 to my 10 years of age and we went trick-or-treating and they had actual tricks, whereas I just was willing to kind of think bad thoughts about people if they didn't give me sweets. They had bad eggs. They'd, they'd been saving them for about a month. More than that, actually, because mm. obviously the eggs last a month. Or maybe they just weren't that smelly. But they did. It was um, pretty powerful. Got to say. Pretty powerful. Powerful smell. It was, it was, it, it, it was what, what you'd expect rotting to smell like. It's bad. It's bad. A little bomb full of rotting. Yeah. Ew. You see, because egging someone, I don't know if that's a crime against food as well, because you're like, God damn it, that was meant for eating, not throwing against someone. And he could generally sometimes be considered assault to egg someone as well, because he's throwing an object at them and it explodes in their head. <laughs> you just said assault. And then, you know, salt on eggs, never mind. <laughs> no, that, that yeah. won't pass me by. That won't pass me by. Okay, okay. But, well, it is it is a salt, but isn't it what people do? I mean, throwing food is has been a traditional kind of expression of real disgust. Like, back to the Romans, if not, if not before that. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's what the citizens did to the, to the politicians, pelting them with rotten vegetables and fruits and things. It has to be rotten, though, doesn't it? It has to be rotten, because that's the stuff that was going to be thrown away anyway. And it would, um, they were traditionally they wore kind of really bright white robes to indicate their status and the fact that they were supposed to be no pure kind of representatives and so by by getting them with this stuff it would absolutely ruin what they had on oh yeah or like you know medieval stocks and throwing throwing vegetables at people in the stocks as well same thing she's just unpleasant we covered in rubbish in the stocks but i mean but an egg would actually hurt what if the point of it caught you or if it explodes on you and eggshells can be quite sharp yeah they can they can be. But you know, there's another example of the egg that just keeps on giving. Eggshells, you can put in the compost. 
Yeah. And they provide like protein. And if you grind them up and use them as a, as a face scrub, you can um, you can kill yourself. <laughs> they will literally take your face off. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. But you can use the, um, the eggs as shampoo, like a conditioner. Oh, yeah, you can. People use it on the hair, don't they? Protein, like a protein mask. I'm not sure how well it works. I've never tried. Perhaps someone could try it and report back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always watch. Okay. I think, though, the tip is, if you do do that, mm. don't use a really hot water to rinse it out. <laughs> because it will scramble in your head. That is hilarious. I never even thought about that. Apparently, someone did that once, and that's what happened. And they had little bits of scrambled egg in there. <laughs> Wonderful. How do you even explain that? Yeah, I was trying to condition my hair, and then there were scrambled eggs in it. Of course, the, one of the major kind of crimes against eggs, I mean, it's kind of, we may have covered it in the chicken episode, which is more kind of crimes against chicken than crimes against egg, is the way in which eggs are, are produced. And mm. I think one of the reasons that Edwina Curry said that there was kind of this, this salmonella present is because the way that eggs are produced in this country, and like uh, a majority um, come from caged hens, which... Uh, there's this absolutely ghastly evaluation of the pros and cons of the three different methods of uh, egg protection in this country on the egg website, which is there's three different methods. There's uh, there's caged hens. That's where that's battery farming. Yeah. There's um, barn hens where they're allowed to. They have movement. And they roam about. They just don't go outside. Right. Basically. And then there are free range hens, which go out in the day and then in at night. Yeah, so they're not eaten up by the nasty foxes. No, not eaten by the nasty foxes. So the kind of evaluation of the pros and cons of them were really disturbing. One of the pros of battery farming is that caging hens reduces hen aggression. But the cons are that there's more incidents of broken bones. It's just so grim. Wow, it is grim. It's like, you know, geriatric production. <laughs> they're making all these tiny little osteo-damaged hens. And, and they're also enfeebled and weak that they can't even muster up a good peck at their neighbours. No, they can't even do that. But then you see, if you have barn hens, they kind of, it does increase, or in fact, free-range hens, it does increase the risk of disease to the hens because they walk around and get infected by stuff and peck each other. Because hens, let's face it, are stupid and aggressive. But they taste nice. They taste nice and then they produce they produce eggs. Lovely periods. Lovely periods. <laughs> sorry, just got that one in there with no warning. I know. I'm sorry, just brought that one back in there. But it's a peculiar thing because of the wonder and the magic of the of the egg. I mean, we've always kind of, you know, started to domesticate and keep chickens rather than kind of coming around and rummaging things' nests. Because, um, of course, there's not, there's not only chicken eggs. We're going to have duck eggs. Oh, yeah. And little grouse eggs. I mean... Duck eggs are brilliant just because they're massive. And goose eggs. I find the oh. idea of a goose egg a bit challenging, though. Well, why? It's so massive. It wouldn't, would you feel a bit like the BFG if you sat down to, like, goose eggs on toast? I think I might get a bit outfaced because as much as I think eggs are brilliant and amazing, I can't eat a big omelette because it makes me feel a bit sick. Oh, no, I like omelettes, but I've never had goose egg. I've had duck egg and I've had, like, other kind of little eggs, like quail eggs and things like that, but yeah. I've never had a goose egg. Now you've said that... I feel like I want to try some because I, I'm, I'm an egg fan. You see, the only thing would be getting hold of the goose eggs because goose, geese are so evil. I think, you know, I, I'm not sure how one gets yeah. the them. <laughs> Quick, go, go. And especially run. at that time of the month, they're bound to be really <laughs> kind of irrationally emotional and snappy. They're irrational and mad anyway. Geese are evil. They're the they are evil. Evil fowl ever. I don't like them. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. There's kind of that's the other thing that I haven't tried, which I'd really interested to try is the difference between freshly laid eggs um. and you know eggs that have been even because the, even the freshest eggs that you get in the shop yeah. are still a week, yeah. at least a week old. But really fresh eggs from the kind of the day that they're laid. I've had them on the day that they're laid. Oh yeah, and. This is going to sound bad. I'm sure there are lots of people, but I don't remember them being that different. Oh. But, you know, then then I'd scrambled them. I mean, maybe maybe they tasted richer, but by that time I'd added, you know, a spoonful of cream, some salt and pepper. 
and that's the way it was going. Yeah, I wonder if you had them boiled, would it taste different? Perhaps it would, yeah. yeah. Do you know some people don't like boiled eggs? That's crazy, why not? I don't know. They don't like the, they don't like the yolk. Do you know what I've just discovered recently? And, and this, this is mad. I mean, when I say recently, within the past year, but it's, it's become one of my favourite kind of sandwichy, eggy, snacky things. Boiled egg sandwiches. Yeah. Just boil eggs, chop them up in bread. And if, if the bread is kind of buttered and the, bu- the, the butter melts in and you sprinkle them light with salt, a boiled egg sandwich is it's masterful. It's so, it really it's, is. It's so simple. And you don't eat anything else on there because all the flavours just, oh, wow. That's it. It just provides it all right there for you. With it all. Uh, and we've already discussed the whole poached egg on top of kind of toast or crostini in soup extravaganza yes i mean that's in in, in other episodes you can tell of our love because a number of the number of the egg potentials Uh we've discussed another many many times eggy bread eggy bread as well is another egg on pizza is another possibility but i think there's kind of some other things i think uh, quite apart from in one way you know i like meringues and i like custard and in order to make custard, you have to n- deny the the albumin. And in order to make the whites, albumin. That's such a good pub quiz winner. It is the albumin. A l b u m e n is one of those words that is better to write than it is to say. Yeah, and it's the egg white. Yeah. And I can't tell you the number of times that question has come up in pub, pub quizzes. It's the only question I can normally <laughs> answer. But that, that is it. And so, you know, you've got to exclude that to get your egg custard. Yes. And to get your meringue, you've got to exclude the yolk, which always presents that dilemma when you're cooking. When you what make you the meringue and then you have to make the other. It's like, you know, if you're making creme caramel, you have to make meringues. Or souffle or something. Oh, but I like that. At least you're not just throwing them away. No, I can't. I, can, I will even leave them in the fridge for like a couple of days being unable. Yeah, to, no, to but if, if they're going to last on it and it's safe and you're not going to give yourself salmonella or anything, you know, thanks, Edwina. But um, I think, are you trying, are you skirting around the topic, which we said earlier, we were talking about kind of things that you can do wrong with eggs now, which as long as you don't poison somebody, what can you do wrong with eggs? Then we, we were talking about um, the, the Hollywood types. Yeah. They come into it like they always do with their fatty diets. And I said, um, the idea of, of, of an egg white omelette really annoys me because yeah. it's an omelette and you, you're disgracing a great idea by excluding the yolk out of something that was originally intended to have the yolk in it for colour, texture and taste. Yeah, and, and, for, and for nutrition as well. Yes. And just all of that. And it's not really like, you're not going to be excluding that much. No. Really. When you think about it, the egg's only 80 calories. Yeah. You know, it's going to be the butter and the cheese that's going to be your problem. I mean, I'm sure if you were actually having an egg white omelette, you wouldn't have cheese on it. But, you know, it's still a fried item. Just have a poached one and have the yolk and it'll be fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's up with these people. Apart from me, they'll probably use that non-fat stick spray or something like do. that. And that looks like hair gel or something when you spray it into a pan. I know because I cooked for my auntie last week and that's what she uses. And I was like, what? What is this? What is this? This is not real. What is this? It does. It looks suspiciously like something unnameable on a podcast. <laughs> it does. It's not good. You think? Are you really selling this in a spray bottle? <laughs> yeah, one calorie. Wow. No wonder they rave. Uh, uh, but it. Yeah, it's it's not appetizing. It's not appetizing, and it's just not right. No, it's not right. But then you see that's that's the thing about. You're trying to reduce, eggs. yeah, it's crimes against age. It's trying to reduce or control because there's something about, you were telling me earlier, Maya, that the, the kind of in macrobiotic diets. Oh, yeah. They, I read this once because I, I had, there was a book at my friend's house and you know the way you do when, when, when somebody else is on a diet, even if you outwardly sneer at it, you kind of go, what's it about me? This is the magical thing that's going to turn my life around and rid me of cellulite forever. And, um, and so I read the first few pages and it was kind of outlining the very principles of, of a macrobiotic diet. And they were saying, you know, it's, it's all very whole grain and, and very healthy and stuff. And they don't actually prohibit eggs because, um, you know, it's just eggs. But they do say that you should limit them and how you use them because they say that um, each one is an ovum and the life force is strong within it. And it's kind of and that the they feel they're too powerful. And so it's OK to have, say, an egg split in a dish, say a rice dish. 
an egg in a huge rice dish made for more than a couple of people. And you all have a bit, but not, say, like we would. I'd happily eat two or three eggs at a sitting. I find that idea fascinating because I can kind of get it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes a certain sort of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, eggs are pretty powerful. I mean, they pack a powerful nutritional punch and they are, you know, they're used as signs of fertility and, yeah. you know, life and new beginning and everything like that because they are, like you say, an, an ovum. Even though it's the gross word, they are an ovum. That's what it is, technically. It doesn't look much like ours. <laughs> but um and obviously you know we eat them 10 million a month 10 million a year i got confused there with my ovens but um <laughs> but but you get where i'm going that so um let's let's leave that topic aside because if i say oven over one more time i think i might like start crying blood yeah it, it was it was pretty grim it okay. was pretty it was pretty tough there i'm moving away but we but we ha- hanging on in there so uh, so the whole macrobiotic thing yeah it's it's, it's an interesting idea and I actually really like the principles of the diet. I liked what it was talking about and it made a certain amount of sense to me. Um, to say I only read into it very, very briefly. It was sketchy. I, I kind of skim read a few pages. but um, And I liked it, but it was really restrictive. Basically, all the stuff I like, a cake that's got sugar in it and things like that, was a no. I don't think I could live on a diet like that. No. It's the thing, same thing of counting eggs. I can't imagine counting how many eggs no. I have in a week. Well, eggs, eggs kind of... They're very symbolic of the wholesomeness, aren't they? Of, yeah. of, of a kind of a healthy life well lived. Because the idea is that you can, a, a couple of eggs do a meal make. Mm-hmm. Two boiled eggs, soldiers, it's somebody's tea. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's pretty much all you need. You, it doesn't have to be a big kind of magnificent spread. It doesn't have to be five pounds out every time. It sh- it sh- you should be able to have a simple meal that, that has got everything you need in it. And as the egg marketing board would be keen to tell you, mm-hmm. they're a very uh, economical a uh, source of protein as well. Are they? What, in terms of space used to raise the hens to... No, in terms of out? how much you pay for how much you get out of them. Mm. In terms of that, in, that, in terms of that I size. can't stop thinking... Um, uh, when people say economical, I think of it in farming terms, as in for the planet. <laughs> economical for the planet. Long term, as we call it. <laughs> well, this is good. You know, every time you eat, you're thinking about the bigger picture. I'm I think, oh, that, that shows, you know, a kind of connectedness with the world around <laughs> me, which I think is an excellent, an excellent. One day I'll be able to give up dead pig and dead cow, and I'll be I'll, I'll be kind of fighting for vegetarians everywhere. I had a moment the other day when I was in the, uh, I was in the supermarket, and I was looking at, and I have this actually every time I go to buy eggs, and I was looking at. In this case, it happened to be a chicken. It was a tail of two chickens. On one hand, I had the free-range chicken that was reduced by 25% and was at £5. Right. On the other hand, I had the battery farm chicken that was really small and reduced by 25% and it was £2. And really, all I needed was the small chicken. But I was looking at it and it looked so sad and so small. I had to buy the more expensive one. And that happens to me every time I go to buy fucking eggs because I look at the price of free-range eggs yes. and I go... I can't be bothered with this. That's so expensive. so expensive. But then I look at the barn eggs and I think, it's so much less. Where did the saving come in? God yeah. damn it. I'm going to have to buy the free-range. But this is... I think chickens and eggs, topic we'll come back to, but that's because they're a great example of our power as consumers. Mm-hmm. In, in the way that kind of, um, you know, people being made really aware of, of, the, of the living conditions and and how much these the, the, this kind of this poor little species has really been put upon and used for all their worth. You know, the absolute minimum space needed to just be alive and fed and things. And, and, and I think the way people have really turned against battery farming and gone all out for free range and even, you know, at times organic. If you've got the extra 30 pence, it's totally worth it. Um, and it's totally... I, it's to- I, I, th- I think it's a powerful thing and I think what should happen is that we should stop doing um, battery farming. If everyone did free range, the prices would level out. The prices would level out and we would end up at the thing where you buy one chicken a week. You don't buy pieces of chicken. Yeah. I mean, and it's going to be the same thing with eggs. And it's interesting because you come back on that cycle and it is, it's great because it's an example of kind of crime fighting by the local pub- yeah. <laughs> public. Free range eggs have 38% of the market share of... Um, 
I, I would have thought it was more, but then I, maybe that says more about the places I'm shopping. But, well, it's it's 50, I think it's something like 54% of, um, battery farms because you have to kind of consider that a lot of catering don't buy in free range. Right. So your ready meals, your catering, things yeah. that have it, that are, the ingredients are already in there that they're not going to specify free range or organic, are no. they? Really, they ought to. Yeah, uh, uh, some some chains do specify that they actually all their supplies come from free range eggs, but not all of them do. What's sad is that I think that would definitely influence where I ate. Yeah, I mean it's sad that that these businesses don't seem to be that aware of it, or they don't care, seem to care that much. But I think as time goes on, people do care more and more, and as customers, well, money talks. That's yeah. what it is. And actually, I think in all of these shows, you know, when we bang on about crimes against food and what have you, it's it comes back to that thing of. I suppose almost, you know, you can be a little bit of a... It's quite nice, you know, you can be your own little food crusader in your own way, which is you buy the things yeah. that you agree with. I do think that, you know, because like you say, free-range eggs are a great example where it can make a difference. It can make a real difference to the production. I mean, obviously there was kind of lobbying and there was, you know, a lot of kind of attention and press gone towards yeah. it. But it's still it's it's a, it's a fairly brilliant cause and it's kind of indicative of of a shift in thinking as well and the way people are becoming much more focused on being eco and a bit green and a bit friendlier to the place they live and having just more of an idea about where things come from mm. and being willing to pay that extra 25 pence actually sometimes it's an extra 40 pence it is for the uh, for the free range but it's it's six eggs you're getting six eggs for it's it's forty pence difference, but it's it's six eggs, not one. It's not forty pence more per egg. It's it's forty no. pence more for half a dozen eggs. That exactly. is quite a lot of produce. It's still very cheap for what you're getting. Exactly, that's the thing. You don't, you kind of it's because the other price is there. Yeah, and um, it's because we're kind of treating it's that whole thing with anything that's kind of anything that you kind of treat a living thing as if it's a. A pro- well it is a product but a living thing as if it's a machine yes you're always going to have problems because you know things don't function like machines no matter what environment you put them in and um do you know what i've always wondered though i'm sorry this is a Go total on. tangent well how do they get eggs to be the same size and shape does it depend on the size of the chicken wait no <sighs> Did somebody tell me something about this? I'm sure they did. Do they reject the misshapen eggs? Can you get a it's, misshapen egg? You can. The thing is, like, um, we get eggs from... We, we get eggs, me and my friends in our commune. We, we got our eggs from our local farmer and we do, he, just, he just trots them down the lane on his bicycle. But, um, no, he's... Actually, um, one of my housemates' friends keeps hens. And then I know somebody else who keeps hens. And so I kind of go half and half. Half the time I buy free range from my grocers. And at my local grocers, I might add, he does battery hens. He also offers free range and the difference is 10 pence. And the free range are locally reared. They're all like Yorkshire eggs. They haven't gone that far. And um, and so your supermarkets with their massive price hike, with their massive prices, prices hiking up and things, that my free range eggs for half doesn't cost about a pound. That is that's really good, but really that's what they should cost if if everything else is costing eighteen ninety pence um, but there's a price, there's a size difference, so you'll get kind of like six large battery eggs for eighty nine pence and you pay ninety nine p or say a pound and nine for six medium free range huh. yeah, but I've noticed that if 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 you're getting eggs direct from the chicken's ass um <laughs> They can have a slightly kind of weird bulbousy look, a bit like a light bulb sometimes. <laughs> like, like you know, they've been really squeezed out, <laughs> and and at some point the chicken's little eyes have been popping, going, "Oh my god, oh that's round, <laughs> wow." <laughs> I mean, do, do you think the night after a hen lays her first egg, there's some kind of hen party? <laughs> going yeah we've all been there love we've all, all been right, there you, you, you've done it now the first one's definitely the worst <laughs> i don't know i think they're all quite yeah, i think that hens kind of rigorously enforce a hierarchy don't they they probably just keep her pet down in the pecking yeah. order that's oh, where pecking order maybe that's from. why they're so stupid so they don't remember how bad it is each time yeah, and then they're like, oh, I've got, I've got this urge to kind of to lay something. <laughs> I'm just gonna, just I'm just gonna sit down for a bit and maybe push. 
I know, because you can't help but kind of view it from some kind of human perspective and <laughs> yeah. think, this must be uncomfortable. Yeah. Tell me this isn't uncomfortable. It <laughs> must be. I can't believe that it's not. But yeah, poor hens. Yeah. And their, and their eggs. Anyway, I think we've made our point. We, we like have. hens and we like eggs. And, you know, we should all just be a bit kind of respectful. Respectful of the eggs. And don't listen to those bad stories they tell you about them. Yeah, they're perfectly nice. They're perfectly nice. Even when you put them in omelettes or fry them. Or oh, lovely. Before this show, I was trying to think about, like, is there something you can do to an egg that would make it unappetising? And I think kind of short of making it a 100-day-old egg, you know, pretty much, I can't think of a We way. have said pickled eggs before this. That, that's yeah. obviously a Okay, way. yeah. Pickled I eggs. Momentarily skipped my mind, but I think pickled eggs is just about the only thing you can do to eggs to kill them. They kill their appeal. What about... Um, you just bring it up now. You're just going to challenge it now, mate. What about you just, you just eggs and chocolate? But who would do eggs and chocolate? No one would do eggs and chocolate. I bet some kind of <laughs> some really fancy chef somewhere has done eggs and chocolate. I don't believe. I'm going to do someone. a search for a recipe for eggs and chocolate. If anyone has an eggs and chocolate <laughs> recipe, <laughs> because I think now now you're, you've become an egg denier of the recipe. I'm I'm going to cook it for you. I'm going to find something. You're going to eat it. I. I what that you're just going to present me with a challenge all right then yes i want to know what is that i want to know if there's there's a recipe out there that can make eggs unappealing i want to know i may be putting myself in a in a, a situation here but i want to willing to try i'm willing to try all right okay yeah i mean that's that's quite let's a, do it i'm gonna research commitment coming from me yeah. as well because sometimes omelets are kind of a bit much for me so you know but any other egg form is fine. So yeah, I, I think I, just... I think we probably should like sign off now. We've issued a challenge. We've said egg at least three hundred times each. Yeah, I know. And do you know what? Still funny. <laughs> <laughs> egg. egg. What thou egg? <laughs> so if you feel like posting some kind of inedible egg recipe, and it has to be real. Not like a made-up one. Yeah, it like can't be egg like and eggs chocolate. and bogeys or, or eggs and your ass or something. Yeah, because that's not real. Then I think you should go to www.simplysyndicated.com and have a look at the forums. And there's a Crimes Against Food section of the forum where you could paste something up, which would be quite funny. Even a little Make sure it's fascinating because the people who post regularly are clever, clever types. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to make people really, really scared about yeah. going here. <laughs> but very welcoming and friendly. Yeah. <laughs> With some really real horror stories about what they actually eat. It's amazing. I know. It's a, it's a constant source of fascination <laughs> and wonder. And there are other shows put out by Simply Syndicated there too. And um, yeah, I'm going to go and contemplate the egg. That's pretty much what I'm going to do. It's been a real excellent. Oh, you had to just slip the last to. one in, didn't you? I had to. I couldn't let it go. Oh, it's been really excellent spending time with you. Oh, wow. And uh, I've been Gloria Lind. I've been Mia Steele. And uh, we'll <laughs> see you later. Bye. Thanks, bye.